So it turns out that SBF and FTX was basically just one big sexual orgy. That's all it was. This was no serious business. This was just one big sexual orgy, a group of very rich, incredibly strange and deluded high network level individuals were just having sex in the office uh, and doing nothing else. They were taking your money whilst you were thinking, oh, my crypto is going to go to the moon. They were taking your money and they were selling it. They were doing shit with it. They were stealing your money, basically. It's downright fraudulent. And these people should all go to jail forever. I'm dead serious. This is the most disgraceful thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's disgusting. And another thing, if you're still an advocate of crypto, what are you doing? Please, I understand. And I've, I've had many comments in the past few hours stating, oh, well, crypto is, 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 is still great technology. Yes, the philosophy is great. The philosophy is great of crypto. But still today, Ethereum, Solana, Bitcoin, none of these implement the philosophy within the technology. There is a clear distinction between the technology and the philosophy. The philosophy is one I agree with undoubtedly, but there is no implementation of the philosophy within the technology. None of these things do anything. They produce no real-world utility. And it's just one huge scammery of an industry. That's, that's the bottom line. So as I stated, it seems that Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX were basically donating your money to Nancy Pelosi. No wonder she has a stock track record beating Warren Buffett by about 10x. It's, 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 it's crazy. She was just getting huge donations from Sam Bankman-Fried. The Democratic Party um, were getting big donations from FTX. Uh, as well as a, a range of other institutions in which are closely linked to the Democrats. And it, as I stated, it seems that Sam Bankman-Fried was basically taking everyone's money and using this on planes, on drugs, on women, very bad women, to say the least, uh, and mansions too, which is fairly comical. The former girlfriend, also known as Caroline Edison, who is the chief executive of the FTX sister company, Alamda Research, wrote on her Tumblr account in 2020, that she made a foray into polyamorous, referring to practices of having multiple partners. She disgraced Sam Bankman-Fried and she blamed him for the fail of the FTX crypto exchange, but she also wrote and exposed him um, as being polyamorous and having multiple partners. She disturbingly wrote also in her Tumblr account that there's something special about polyamorous relationships in Sam. And she states how there is a relationship in which everyone has a ranking of their partners and there is a vicious power struggle for higher ranks. So, by the way, Forbes called these people the next Steve Jobs. Jim Cramer called FTX the next JP Morgan. These people were laughing at Jim. They were laughing. They were laughing at all of us. They were having gang ranks. They were having multiple partners, drugs, rock and roll, beaches in the Bahamas, and we were all there thinking, oh, the crypto is going to go to the moon. We're going to be rich. They were laughing at all of us. They knew this is all a joke. They were laughing at all of us. They knew that this was the complete and utter scam. And they took advantage. Now, even more disturbingly, Ellison also mentioned within some Tumblr writings that she desires some certain characteristics of a boyfriend. And she states that her cute boyfriends have included controlling most world major governments and having sufficient strength to physically overpower you. She stated within a writing. In another March post, she wrote, I didn't get into this as a true crypto believer. It's mostly scams and memes when you get down to it. And this is what I've been advocating for such a long time. The whole industry is filled of idiocy. And these people, such as Caroline, such as the FTX, such as FBF, they have all known deep down that this is just a an entire scam out of industry. But they've taken advantage whilst they're having big orgy gangbangs and sex on the beach and rock and roll within the Bahamas. They didn't care about you. They were taking advantage and they should go to jail for this. 
Ellison is said to have dated FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried, whilst they and eight others involved in their companies lived in a house in the Bahamas. So, as I mentioned, this is just one big house where eight people lived, and they were all getting with each other. They were all having these really disturbing relationships whilst they were making billions and billions of dollars off of people investing within cryptocurrency. It's just absurd. According to a report on Coindesk, 10 of them were paired up with each other in romantic relationships, although it's not clear if they were monogamous or not. So let's just take a quick listen of this so-called sex god, Caroline Edison, who was closely interlinked with FTX and was the head of a Lambda research. Let's listen. Being open to whatever happened, I, I think like every week or so, uh, something like weirder than the previous week would happen. Uh, and I was like, okay, I was like, I just like mentally, you know, adjusted myself to, you know, okay, we're farming comp, uh, and then it's like, oh, now we're farming these things that are like foods. And then now we're farming these like whatever weird like meta food things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I did manage to get, yeah, get away from my initial skepticism and end up embracing the mindset of like, great, gonna like go out and look for like whatever, like the weirdest, dumbest thing people are talking about today. And like, that's gonna be the thing I'm working on today. <laughs> so there you have it, Caroline Edison, the sex god of the earth someone who was involved with the multiple relationships with the one and only, the most alpha male there is, Sam Bankman-Fried. These guys were making billions of dollars, billions of dollars, whilst they were partying in the Bahamas, having sex with each other and just doing, you know, really disturbing things. I, I don't even know what she's saying in the clip. She has no decisiveness at all. She has no clue what she's speaking about. Lord knows how these people got into power. It's some sort of miracle. It's the next coming of Jesus. It's it's a beautiful miracle. How did these people get into power? It's nuts. Just a reminder, by the way, this girl was no stupid girl, apparently. Well, at least according to conventional education systems, she got a degree in mathematics from Stanford. And does this just not tell you about something really crazy about the current educational institutions? This crazy girl got a degree in mathematics from Stanford, a very high, reputable organization. And then she goes out and loses billions of dollars of crypto whilst engaging within multiple disturbing sexual relationships with Sam Bankman-Fried and some other crazy crypto sex gods. It's, it's, this is something that Netflix is going to love. They're going to make millions and millions of dollars. The next Wolf of Wall Street just was an incredibly strange, large man baby in comparison to Leonardo DiCaprio. So just to get to the point, there was a recent 30-page FTX bankruptcy court filing. And I've got access to this. The FTX internal controls were so bad, you're not going to believe this. Let's quickly go over the worst examples from the court filing, because this is really funny. So according to the court filings, employees submitted expense reimbursements over a chat, and a random manager would accept or reject those reimbursements with an emoji. According to the official document, the debtors did not have a type of disbursement controls that I believe are appropriate for a business enterprise. For example, employees of FTX Group submitted payment requests through an online chat platform, where a group of supervisors approved disbursements by responding with a personalized emoji. Just to explain, if people are unaware, an expense reimbursement is when a company owes its employees money for out-of-pocket purchases that they made on behalf of the company. The official method of approving the reimbursements was via emojis. And I'm sure that these so-called reimbursements solely went on flashing new cars, sex toys, mansions, drugs, planes, whatever it was. This was just 
the start, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the disturbing controls and absurdity of the FTX drama. To make matters worse, there was a series, an array of loans given to senior executives at the company. A Lambda Research, the FTX hedge fund, gave Sam Bankman-Fried a $1 billion personal loan. They also loaned directors of engineering, Mr. Sai, $543 million, according to the document from the bankruptcy filing. Related party loan receivables of $4.1 billion at Lambda Research consisted primarily of a loan by Elucid Way Limited to Paperbird Incorporation of $2.3 billion and three loans by Lambda Research Limited, one to Bankman Freed of $1 billion, Mr. Sai $543 million, and Ryan Salami of $55 million. So these people were just getting loans, loans and loans, like nothing. They were just printing money out of thin air. This is when you know, I'm sorry, these people really have escaped the matrix, if you can call it that. They were just getting loan after loan, they were getting money out of thin air, having the best time of their life. And now they probably won't even go to jail. I really bet Nancy Pelosi enjoyed some of that loan too. Uh, the Democrat Party have been proven to receive huge amounts of donations from Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried and the members of the team rose from relative obscurity in Washington to become one of the biggest donors in the US politics, contributing more than $70 million to election campaigns in solely less than 18 months. Mr. Bankman-Fried personally contributed the maximum of $5,800 to a range of senators and a range of individuals within the House Committee, respectively the chair and the ranking member of the Senate Agricultural Committee who co-introduced the bill this past summer that would have given FTX path towards regulatory compliance in the US. This is the utter, utter state of US politics. It's bribery, it's corruption, it's a misalignment of incentives. And people like Sam Bankman-Fried are just getting billions of dollars out of thin air and they're bribing these people to give them a helping hand to pass regulatory requirements. It's, it's really disgusting. It also turns out that many of the messages were recorded on a chat in which the chat automatically deleted these messages after a prolonged period of time. So many of the most important decisions that were made at FTX were made over simple WhatsApp or iMessage chats. This was nothing serious. They knew they, they were taking advantage of you. The document reads that one of the most pervasive failures of the FTX.com business in particular is the absence of lasting records in decision-making. Bankman-Fried often communicated by using applications that were set to auto-delete after a short period of time and encouraged employees to do the same. Don't be fooled. This was one massive setup. They knew this was coming. They knew crypto meant nothing. They set this up from the get-go, from inception of FTX, to ensure that they couldn't be caught. And I guarantee this will now help them when it comes to gaining a little bit more freedom in comparison to serving jail time. Bankman-Fried, or fairness to him, created a very, very clever Ponzi scheme. One in which there was no records of any miscompliance, or there's no records of any decision-making procedures. Messages were auto-deleted after a certain period of time. Influencers, creators were in the job too. They were paid hundreds of thousands of dollars monthly to solely make a promotional video on FTX. This was just one whole echo chamber by Sam Bankman-Fried, in which really influenced and persuaded passive investors to become indoctrinated by this ideologue of crypto. It's, it's, it's just absurd. To make matters worse, um, this is probably my favorite one, the $32 billion company, the next JP Morgan, as Jim Cramer absurdly calls it once again, the next Steve Jobs, Mr. Sam Bankman-Fried. They never had board meetings. A $32 billion company never held one board meeting. Neither did any of the subsidiaries. 
The document from the court filing reads that many of the companies in the FTX group, especially those organized in the Bahamas, did not have appropriate corporate governance. I understand that many entities, for example, never even had board meetings. This is just absurd. And let's just remind ourselves, what did the multi-billionaire Kevin O'Leary, the so-called wonderful investor, what did he say about FTX just in the recent times? Because, I mean, his DD must have been right on point. Let's see. In, in, in managing the decisions on which projects to, to invest in, because I'm very fortunate, my deal flow is insane. I see everything. Mm -hmm. And I have to disclose, I'm a paid spokesperson to, uh, to FTX and a shareholder there too, because we mentioned them. And big advocate for Sam, because he has two parents that are compliance lawyers. If there's ever a place I could be that I'm not going to get in trouble, it's going to be at FTX. So he's a big advocate and he's in big admiration of Sam. That was his language. So he's in big admiration of the man who runs a $32 billion company, donates money to Nancy Pelosi, bribes high level people within governments, has sex parties, drug parties with crazy ladies, and also has no board meetings at his wonderful new JP Morgan company, according to Jim Cramer again. What a great investor you are, Mr. Sir. Also, according to Kevin O'Leary's wonderful research, FTX have no... I, I wonder if he actually did any research. I don't think he did. I think he just thought, crypto, cool, I'm getting paid a few hundred million dollars, let's do it. This is amazing. I love this company. Look at Sam bankman fried He's the next Steve Jobs. That's what he thought. This guy is full of rubbish. He's corrupt to the core. He's riddled with idiocy. And somehow people are still trusting him. I really do believe Jim Cramer, Kevin O'Leary, all these people that promoted FTX should be banned from the site for life. And I'm okay with people making mistakes, but this is one big blunder. This is not a small one. This is a huge mistake. Boy, that is big. So Kevin O'Leary with his wonderful DD, one of the so-called best investors in the whole entire world, invested within a company which, according to the next filing that we're going to look at, had no cash management system. Management had no idea how much cash was on hand at any given time, or even where all the cash was. The FTX group, according to the document, did not maintain centralized control of the cash. Cash management procedures failed to include the absence of an accurate list of bank accounts and signatures, as well as insufficient attention to the credit, credit worthlessness of banking partners. In other words, this is once again part of the whole setup for an inception. Those two really trusty parents that Kevin O'Leary spoke about, they were on on this too. They knew how to get around the system. And they've done it very well. So to make matters worse, despite Kevin O'Leary investing within a man baby, namely Mr. SBF, whilst also investing within some absurd gang-banging group of absurd teenagers who were on drugs, probably high-level drugs, making millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars, losing it overnight like it was nothing, despite Kevin O'Leary investing in those people and calling them the next JP Morgan, he goes another step further and he states that actually he would reinvest again. This is funny. If SPF knocked on your door again and said, look, I failed in my last venture. Uh, I have a new crypto venture. I need money. Would you back him? That's a great question. No one's asked me yet. I think we can all admit you, you can love him or hate him given what's happened, but he was one of the most brilliant traders in the crypto universe. He also built one of the most robust platforms. We used FTX actively. It was a very robust platform uh, that allowed us to get information on a compliant basis. So I really like what he built. Um, would you back him? The answer would be yes. So there you have it, Kevin O'Leary investing back into SBF 
the man who is an utter man baby. He has multiple gangbangs with Caroline Edison. He doesn't have any control over the board. No board meetings. Just playing a game. He's playing life like it's the Wolf of Wall Street. Kevin O'Leary would reinvest again. That tells you all you need to know about this man. This guy is not serious. This guy's an entertainer. He is a bloody fool. And somehow he's making hundreds of millions of dollars via promotion of FTX. It's absurd. And this guy should genuinely be ashamed of himself. According to the court filing, another fairly interesting and just absurd revelation comes out again. FTX didn't keep proper records of who they employed. Employees and contractors commingled throughout the different companies without proper documentation if, in terms of how they spent their time. Certain employees can't be located, which could mean that some of the employees at FTX were fake. Once again, just another way of laundering money, another way of these absurd under-the-carpet donations, another way of SBF uh, trying to get around the system. Because he knew this was all going to collapse. He knew he was going to get into trouble. But, very cleverly, he set up from inception ways of getting around the system, ways of evading the law. The FTX Group's approach to human resources combined employees of various entities and outside contractors with unclear records of lines of responsibility. At the time, the debtors had been unable to prepare a list of who worked for the FTX Group as of the petition date or the terms of their employment. Corporate funds were also used to create real estate and invest into personal assets. According to the documentation, executives actually put their names on the homes purchased. In the Bahamas, I understand that the corporate funds of the FTX group were used to purchase homes and other personal items for employees and advisors. I understand that there does not appear to be documentation for certain of these transactions as loans and that certain real estate was recorded in the personal name of these employees and advisors on the records of the Bahamas. This is literally the Wolf of Wall Street. As I said, Netflix are going to make one hell of a series out of this. SBF is just one big man baby with big man boobs and a crazy, crazy kind of narrative of a crypto. He somehow donated to Nancy Pelosi. He's got a lot of power nowadays. At least he did. This is going to be one hell of a document, one hell of a recording, one hell of a movie. I guarantee this is the next Wolf of Wall Street, just as I stated, instead of Leonardo DiCaprio in a nice suit with a nice tie with a nice watch, it's going to be SBF. A big old man baby scratching his ass. This guy is literally the real Wolf of Wall Street. It, 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 it's actually quite funny. Really disturbing revelations include the fact that customer deposits were once even recorded on the balance sheet. And presumably all crypto assets just went onto one central slush fund to use for whatever. So when you were using crypto, when you were purchasing products in the crypto economy, SPF was basically pushing this into one big slush fund and employees were just spending this money. It was amazing. They were having the time of their life. So that is all today. There's some other really disturbing revelations within the background. So that is all for today. There's some really disturbing revelations in the bankruptcy filing. I think we can all agree this is one of the biggest disasters within modern history in the financial sector. And SBF is one big man baby who deserves to go to jail forever.